My name is Ryan Hill, and you are listening to the Arrowverse Podcast. It is so amazing, and you will surely love it. everyone and welcome back to the Arrowverse podcast. I'm your host Ryan Hill and we are back with another episode of well the Arrowverse podcast. So ha- now that everybody is doing how are you guys doing uh I'll take it as a yes or good a good thing. And yeah for the last and final time welcome back to the Arrowverse podcast. Um so yeah this episode we are going to be breaking down uh Arrow season 16 episode I mean the uh, Arrow season one episode sixteen, titled "Dead to Rights." So this episode, um, it aired on February twenty seventh of twenty thirteen, and this episode was written by Jeff Johns, who wrote, who basically has a large influence in DC's history because he writes he writes a lot of. Um, things in with dc currently he is the president and chief creative officer of dc entertainment and he oversees the arrowverse as well as the dceu he actually is one of the writers and the the showrunner of star girl so yeah jeff johns is very um very popular with with that so yeah Anyways, so this episode is a very good episode because it basically gets into, obviously, the title describes it, well, I don't know, it's it's a, it's about um, Oliver and Oliver's, like, life, pretty much, and how he handles being the green arrow or being the hood and all of that. But yeah, it's this episode. It's, it's, it's really good in, in my opinion, because of the fact that, yeah, we see more Malcolm. We see uh, a lot of different characters. We see a lot of flat. We see some things from the flashbacks, which is pretty cool. And yeah, Actually, sad enough, this episode is uh, the first episode to not feature Willa Holland, who portrays Thea Queen in the show, making this um, episode to only leave four cast members in every single episode to appear, which was Stephen Amell, Katie Cassidy, David Ramsey, and Susanna Thompson. And this episode, yeah, it's sad that we didn't have Thea in this episode because I feel like especially with uh, the with the plot they could have squeezed Thea in as like a small appearance maybe like I don't know just something to do with Roy or something anyways uh, without and getting out of the way let's break down the synopsis and see what's going to happen in this episode of Arrow's podcast Arrowverse podcast so the synopsis says Oliver and John learn that Deadshot is still alive and his next target is Malcolm. Malcolm invites Tommy to attend a a benefit honoring Malcolm for his work with Starling City, but Tommy refuses to attend. 
Oliver encourages his friend to mend his relationship with his father while he can. Meanwhile, Oliver struggles to found his balance his new relationship with McKenna and his duties as Arrow. So, just as the just as the uh, synopsis reveals some things, we do learn some information about this episode because of the fact that Deadshot one is returning and two again is returning because who love who doesn't like Deadshot? And the DCU kind of fucked it over, you know, with the fact that Mal that Deadshot uh, was. Per, a perfect character on Arrow, yet the DCEU just decides to cast Will Smith and kick him out of the D- kick him out of the Arrowverse, which sucks. And the fact that we're speeding up the process with Malcolm as the target, but y- yeah, and um, it is interesting how this episode gives us sort of that reason to have have Tommy and Malcolm mend their relationship. So yeah. And then obviously again we, in this episode we see Oliver struggle uh with his new relationship and being the hood. So just I don't know. But yeah, so without further ado, let's break let's get into the updates within the Arrowverse. So updates right now uh not really up that much there's only four updates going on uh because supergirl is ending uh for after season six which is sad that doesn't mean we will not still be seeing uh melissa but melissa benoist as the girl of steel in this uh in this wonderful multiverse universe multiverse uh we'll call back to my uh first podcast episode but anyway so yeah, we will still be getting uh, Melissa Benoist as Supergirl in the Arrowverse, as a rumor that we w- that we possibly will be getting World's Finest um, every now and then in crossovers. So, like with uh, Flat with Flash, we could probably be expecting that. Same thing with Legends if Legends keeps on going on, because I think the Legends ratings are are getting are gonna get up in season six because of what's going on, but. I have not really seen Legends ratings for season five, but I'm expecting it to be high, especially with same thing with Superman and Lois. Um, but I'm expecting Supergirl to be like a regular on that show, especially with the fact that it's her cousin and her cousin was a regular on Supergirl. So only fair to do the same. Anyway, okay. The second update is Batwoman is has returned with productions because of COVID testings, but Flash, Superman and Lois, Stargirl, and the other shows have not returned with their results yet, which sucks ass. The third update is that Superman and Lois, um, we might be getting, they might begin filming next week, which it will be awesome considering the fact that they did say that their film like the release date for season one is January, so it would be nice to film now, especially. I don't know how long it takes from them to make the episodes, but it would be just nice to do all that. And our final, our fourth and final update is that um, Crystal, uh, Crystal uh, Reads, the actor actress who plays Abby Arcane. Um, 
she uh, officially confirmed that she wants to, or she would like to appear in an Arrowverse crossover since uh, the show that uh, that she's from is Swamp Thing. I would love to see that, but since because of Crisis, Swamp Thing is technically counted connected in the Arrowverse. It would be nice just to have like a scene with the characters, but because of Swamp Thing's horror-like th- um, thing, uh, I would prefer if Swamp Thing had that crossover on Legends of Tomorrow, especially with his like mystical abilities and the fact that the Legends deal with mysticism and and the fact that Constantine's in the show and Swamp Thing and Constantine are members of the just of Justice League Dark, which we could possibly get a TV series about if they ever do crossover with each other. I would love that to happen just because I do like the Justice League Dark. I think they're one of the uh, most power awesome versions of the Justice League ever in DC uh, lore because of the fact that just think of them as magical Justice League members. You have Constantine, you have Zatanna, you have Etrigan, you have Deadman, you have Swamp Thing, and then you have uh, you have Batman. Batman's that only dude on the Justice League, on any version of the Justice League, that doesn't have any superpowers or doesn't have any magical abilities or anything. That's how badass Batman can be. You just got to accept that. But yeah, so without further ado, let's begin with this episode of the Arrowverse Podcast, Arrow Season 1, Episode 16, titled Dead to Rights. Let's begin, my good buddies. So the episode starts out with Oliver. I, I mean, I always do this. I well, yeah. So the episode does start out with uh, some helicopter re- uh, reaching up on the top of a building, and the Star City, Starling City Police Department uh, is chasing him. And we later learn, uh, as of Oliver uh, saying it. We learn that the identity of this guy who is doing this is some guy on the on the list. He's like some. He is a uh, yeah. He's a mercenary who was um. Well, he he has a code name who's called who's called Brutal. Uh, I I don't know. He's sort of. Um, I can't really tell what his uh nationality is. First, per se, um, I I guess he's pro. I I think he's uh Mexican or something, but his name is Guterramo Berria. I I don't know how to pronounce it. If uh, you guys know how to pronounce it, and watch the episode. Yeah, but anyway, so afterwards, um. He, because he's a mercenary, he basically just, well, he basically was uh, give, give, given uh, $50 million to, uh, to try and kill Malcolm, but, but Oliver uh, found him, and yeah, he... Uh, uh, he was actually hired by China White because, if you remember, at the end of the last episode, Mal- uh, China White was hired by um, Moira Queen to kill Malcolm. So it's been a bit of back back and forth scenario. Sh- Moira kill hires China. China hires uh, Berea or whatever his name is, and 
then um, he hires Deadshot. That's a big, big, uh, big, big thing that goes on. And then afterwards, uh, Oliver kills him actually by uh, thrusting an arrow into his chest. So Oliver's back to doing his you know usual psychopath scenario, which is which is fun. I I admit that that sounds kind of fun. I'm not a sex psychopath, but. Yeah, Oliver just does whatever he wants, and I, I respect that. If I could, I could do whatever I wanted to. I could... I don't know. Just fuck, man. Oliver's, Oliver's just a badass to me. But anyway, so then after we see... Uh, we see McKenna Hall, McKenna Hall, where she um, finds the arrow, and then she's, like, pissed, I guess, because, well... You know, it's the hood, and he's a bad guy to the public. So, yeah. So then uh, we cut back to the bunk bunker where Dig is training uh, Felicity how to at least take care of bit in her of herself, as uh, Dig refers to it as if uh, he there, she's going to work with them. She needs to know how to take care of herself a bit. And then um, Oliver walks in, uh, saying he killed um, the guy. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce the the mercenary's name. I just, I don't know. I just, it it's hard to pronounce his name. Not just because he's, it's not because he's probably Mexican, but because it's just to me, it's it's hard to pronounce that name. I don't mean to make it sound offensive or anything. I just, I don't know. I just can't. But yeah. So, anyways. Oliver comes in, he says he killed him, killed him, and Felicity, uh, was like, you killed him, um, because of the fact, the deal saying that Oliver wouldn't kill people, or kill, uh, kill pe that much people anymore, and then, uh, Dig actually, uh, makes a joke, be um, about Oliver's date with McKenna Hall, saying, uh, Dig's like, are you sure you want to go on a date with, uh, with the cop who um, is hunting the vigilante, and Oliver's set, um, comeback was, you know, us vigilantes can hide very well, implying um, sort of a Batman type thing where Batman hi um, hides in the shadows. And then afterwards, we cut to a flashback of Oliver and Slade Wilson on the island, where Slade apparently is better and he starts working out, where we start seeing Oliver, I guess, do the workout things because, you know, um, Oliver on present day works out a shit ton, and then after and then afterwards, um, Oliver finds this radio from the, from the ship, like the yeah from the uh, aircraft, um from the island, and then Oliver thinks he can get it fixed. Slade thinks he couldn't, but Oliver apparently we do learn that even though, like, we did, we do learn that his father Robert Queen was a pilot, so, and that Oliver learned a bit a bit, and then he got good at it. So I guess back in the day, we learned that Oliver um, was a pilot, or he wa he was good at fixing fixing shit. Why doesn't he do that in present day? Why could it, why instead, uh, like, he could have been an engineer before he killed, like, fuck man, that is stupid. And then afterwards, we cut to present day again, where Oliver and McKenna are at Tommy's apartment because it is Tommy's birthday, and 
who doesn't love to spend the day with Tommy Merlin on his birthday? Because we do whatever the fuck Tommy wants, and whatever Tommy wants, I want. Yeah, I love my Tommy Merlin because, yeah, who doesn't love Tommy? He's back in the Arrowverse now because of of Earth Prime, and we are grateful for that. I don't want to see more Tommy in, in the future of the Arrowverse. But anyway, so... Um, Laurel, uh, Laurel sees Oliver with McKenna. Obviously, you can tell that Laurel's jealous because she still has bits of feelings for Oliver, obviously, because it's Oliver Queen, and he's rich, and fuck that, fuck that ass, or whatever. I don't know, but, wait, what? (laughs) But yeah, so, Oliver then just, uh, talks with Tommy. Meanwhile, Laurel and McKenna talk, and then, Apparently, uh, uh, McKenna thought that uh, there was a ch- a picture of Laurel with her dad, but actually it was Sarah. And then apparently, um, so Laurel actually mentions that Sarah owned a pet canary as a child. This is a actually big, big reference to Laurel in the comics being the Black Canary, and this foreshadows season two. Uh, when Sarah is resurrected and she becomes the Canary, and it um, also foreshadows Laurel in season three and four becoming the Black Canary, which is cool um, because we don't really this season we don't really get that much not foreshadowing what happens with Laurel's future. All we really see is Laurel, um, Laurel. Uh, that uh that triangle dynamic between Oliver, Tommy, and Laurel. That's all we really got. And then uh yeah, it's just it's just uh I- interesting for me to really think of that dynamic, especially with a Laurel becoming the Black Canary in the future, and then with Crisis Earth Two and the multiverse. Just fuck. And yeah, it's just, to me, really crazy. So then, um, as they're just about to, um, well, they're, they're about to eat because apparently uh, Tommy, uh, because he, su- he sucks at cooking, he, uh, they ordered, uh, ordered food that I think it, they, they said it was Thai or something. But anyways, um, Malcolm showed up and, and then, so Malcolm gave Tommy a birthday present, and then Malcolm wanted all of, uh, Tommy to be at some fundraiser thing, and he wanted to be be with his son. And then Tommy Tommy says, uh, uh, "I don't need your money." And I uh, he's like, "Sometimes the people that want that you want to be there most don't end up showing up." You taught me that. And I'm like, "Damn it, Mal! Damn it, Tommy! You had one job. Be nice. Damn!" Damn it, Malcolm! You had one job. Stay the fuck away from Tommy. That was our deal. And then it's like, uh, I don't know. Just that's how I felt when I was watching the episode. Like, Tommy and Malcolm, they hate each other now. But I would think that, um, but if like some someone just said that in the episode, I would totally laugh my ass off because of the fact that I don't know. These episodes are just odd. These episodes would just be more awesome if we had more comedy, like Tommy. Um, in it. And it sucks that Tom it, that Tommy uh, isn't in the future seasons. Like, fuck, man, that sucks ass. 
and then afterwards uh we then have well we have uh china white recruiting um De floyd lawton aka deadshot because of the fact that she wants um deadshot to kill malcolm merlin and malcolm because remember the last time we saw deadshot he, um oliver blinded his um his um right eye and so now um he can't see but uh china white gave him a cybernetic eye which allows him to see better his comic book eye obviously and yeah the it, it's awesome that we have deadshot in with the red eye and it's awesome we see him in general because i love my deadshot he's awesome and who's complaining really but anyways so then afterwards uh we then cut to Moira and um, someone who works with the Undertaking, and then they basically had a meeting with Malcolm, saying that uh, the Undertaking is only a few short weeks away, and that the uh, and that uh, they will uh, they will fail this city, or this will not fail this city, and then I'm like, that's basically um, reinterpreting what Oliver says. Tommy, you co Malcolm, you copyrighted. Fuck off. That's trademarked, bitch. And I don't know. Malcolm just seems to like be a be a basic bitch and trademark or copyright everything that Oliver does. That seems to be it, really. He's a basic bitch. That's all he is. And I, I don't know. It just yeah. It's just stupid for me, really. So then uh, we cut to the bunker again where Felicity um, is decrypting the uh, the mercenary's phone and they then learn that uh, about the how the Chinese triad is involved with this. And so basically the only logical way Oliver thinks to do this is basically involve Tommy, a guy with no fighting experience whatsoever, and into a Chinese mob, and then Oliver uh, interrogates him, saying, like, uh, why, uh, um, who do you work for? And he's, and then the Chinese guy's like, um, there's a shipment tomorrow, and literally doesn't answer the question, but Oliver doesn't give a shit. He literally just, uh, takes his word for whatever. And then afterwards, we then, uh, cut to the, uh, cut to a, um, flashback of Oliver and Slade um, Oliver fixed the um, well he fixed the uh, machine where uh, yeah he fixed the machine and then afterwards well yeah he fixed the machine which uh, I mean yeah it, it works but they can't um, they're they can't get the audio to work, so they can't um, get called out and ask for someone to uh, rescue them. Which, well, it sucks because that means Oliver spends another four years on the island, which he most definitely is not looking forward to. And so, yeah, it just sucks ass for Oliver, mostly because, you know, he, he has to stay with Slade and 
psycho motherfucker or whatever. And yeah, it just sucks for for all of us or whatever. And then afterwards, um, well, Tommy then decides to head on over to his dad's, um, like fundraiser thing or whatever, whatever it is. I think it is a fundraiser. But anyways, so the yeah, uh, Tommy decides to show up, and then all um. Which is when Oliver learns about the the fact that Deadshot, uh, or that someone's going to uh, um, try to assassinate Malcolm on that um, at that uh, that thing, and then afterwards Oliver shows up because Ta- Malcolm does get shot, or he gets shot later, but then um, Deadshot tries to tries to shoot him. Oliver stops him. And then afterwards, um, yeah, Oliver fights China White, which uh, leads to um, Tommy and Malcolm escaping into like this panic room, and then things start getting really, really interesting, as um, Malcolm tells Tommy his secret, being the Dark Archer, and Tommy then then literally just. confused with questions as yeah i mean i'd be confused too like for starters like my question would be dad why the fuck are you do you have a a hood a black hood in your closet or dad when the fuck have you learned to kill people or dad when have you learned to be so cool oh and yeah so afterwards then uh yeah, Oliver decides to stop him, and Oliver learns that Deadshot um, killed his, uh, killed, or it was Deadshot that was trying to kill Malcolm, and then he, as he tells Dig, Dig gets, Dig gets really pissed, because remember, Deadshot killed Dig's um, brother, so, yeah, it's just really emotional for him and then as that happens um as we're still at the uh the thing with malcolm getting shot sorry guys he's yawning but anyways so yeah um tommy then sees the oliver as the hood and then oliver just thinks the only way uh to uh let tom Tommy help him, or to have uh, Tommy let him help, is if um, Oliver reveals himself as the Hood. I mean, yeah, it's probably his only way, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not a superhero, so how the hell would I know? And yeah, so then, and then afterwards, uh. Oliver then uh, uh, was asked by Tommy if Oliver was ever going to tell Tommy, and Tom, which Oliver replies no. And my reply to that is, well, I mean, nobody expects Oliver to tell him, because like really, at the end of the day, Oliver, uh, if Oliver told um, Tommy 
more and more um, criminals would go after the people he loves. Like, if we go into the future seasons, like season five, we we do know that Team Arrow, like, all of Team Arrow, excluding Oliver, gets abducted on and taken to Lian Yu, so... Yeah, it's just... It becomes a really karma fest all over the place. And afterwards, uh, Laurel's mom uh, heads over to uh, Starling City. Who, who we have not... Uh, well, yeah, this is the uh, first appearance of Laurel's mom, Dinah Lance. And... Yeah, uh... Yeah, she says uh, that she thinks that Sarah might be alive, and I don't know. It just uh, saying that uh, seems like a really uh, it just seems very uh, skeptical uh, at at that uh, level, really. Just because like it's been five years, why the fuck would Sarah be alive? But yeah, and then Malcolm actually reveals to Tommy that when Tommy visits him in the hospital, that um, Malcolm went to Nan Nanda Parbat, which in the comics, Nanda Parbat is, well, it's a fictional city in the Himalayas, basic, basically um, home to the League of Assassins. Which, yeah, it's cool that they mentioned the League of Assassins and all that now. And obviously when Malcolm sa says, uh, I, I met this man, you're thinking of Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul is the only man that can teach Malcolm the ways of uh, being an assassin. That's uh, really my philosophy. The only man that can teach you to kick ass is Malcolm Merlin. Or not Malcolm Merlin, Ra's al Ghul. And yeah, so that's basically it with the episode. So yeah, if you guys if you guys enjoyed this episode of the Arrowverse podcast, great. Uh, you um, while we're waiting, if you follow me on um, my social media, and yeah, you can follow me on on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, TikTok, and Snapchat. Um, you can do that. For my Instagram, it is the Arrowverse King. Uh, underscore for each word, so you've got that. Uh, Twitter is the Arrowverse09. Um, TikTok is Ryan Hill 2004, and my Snapchat name is Ryan Hill 5609. So yeah, you can follow me there, which is great. And then you can also follow, you can also check out my Discord. To, take care of that and then for my patreons you um if you want to watch the official ones in order you have to pay five dollar monthly fee and then if you want to watch um them in different orders or whatever you have to pay ten dollars so you can just take care of that and do all that so yeah until next episode guys stay tuned